This morning, uh, we are going to look at 2021 in light of the Word of God. 2021 in light of the Word of God. Amen. And we know what that word already says. So when we say God is good, his mercy endures forever, we know we can look at 2021 in that light. Hallelujah. In John, let's go to John chapter 1, uh, from verse 1, I'll read, I'll break it, I'll read from verse 1 to 5, and then from 6 to 9, and this is in the NLT version. And this is what it says. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. Mark those words. His life brought what? Light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Darkness will never, ever overcome light. Glory to God. You will never find a situation that is so dark that it is light resistant. <laughs> There's no such a thing as darkness which is light resistant. You, you know, uh, it's... Uh, have you heard of matches, you know, football matches? And sometimes people say corrupt people, not, yeah, matches can be fixed. So that no matter how the outcome is already what, is already known. This match between darkness and light has been fixed. There is no way that darkness can ever win over light. Amen. Glory be to God. So if I walk in the light, I'm certain to defeat every kind of darkness in Jesus' name. Can you shout an amen to the Lord? And so when it says here, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Amen. Remember, actually, it's we... You and me, when we are in the light, we are the ones who are darkness resistant. You remember in, in James, uh, this scripture in James, uh, James 4, 7 says, Therefore submit to God, that is light, resist the devil, that is darkness, and he will free from you. Amen. So that is the spirit with which we are going to walk into 2021. Resisting what? Darkness. You have been vaccinated. You are now, you have anti-darkness uh, antibodies in your system. Amen. And it will fight every form of darkness. How, how do you separate darkness and light? We know from John 10.10, 10, uh, it says what? Uh, let me read it. John 10.10, 10, uh, we, we, we're talking about the coming of our Lord. He says what? I have come that you may have what? Life and have it more abundantly, right? So that abundance of life is what brings what? 
light into our lives. Let's go to verse 6. Let's go to John, uh, John 1, uh, the, the one we were reading. Verse 6 now says, God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a, a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. All right? Do you follow that? John the Baptist was not the light. He was coming and saying what? The true light is coming. Who is that? Jesus. All right? That's what he was talking about. And so, John went as a witness of this light. God sent him. Do you know who God is sending in 2021? You and me. If God needed John to go telling people light is coming, now he is sending you and me to say light came. Light came, amen. And we are to be the witnesses of this light, amen. Let's look at uh, Isaiah. Now you can understand this. Now you should be able to understand Isaiah 61 to 3. Again, Rita has prayed this out. Isaiah 61 to 3 in the New King James Version says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. So the answer to darkness is light. The answer to darkness is not learning how to live with darkness. Amen? That's not the solution to darkness. The solution to darkness is what? Light. And we are coming and we are arising and going into the, a dark world and saying what? Light has come. Who is that light? It's Jesus. All Christmas is all about coming of the light. And now we are walking, going forward, bearing witness that the light has come. Somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now you see that. So, but this is not just something that is going to happen automatically. We are going to have to what? To believe, to believe that the light has come. Amen. And then to arise and have faith in this light and go into the world and tell them about Jesus. Thank God for nurses, vaccines, and all this that is coming to fight this virus. But I'm telling you, we are called to arise in faith and fight the good fight of faith. Amen. You, you know, just moving from 2020 to 2021, the change of date doesn't mean really much. It is the change that happens in our ability to see what God is saying. Our ability to walk in the light that God has given us, that is what makes a difference. Hallelujah. Shout amen to the Lord. So, let me say this. Uh, I was saying the difference, I was quoting John 10.10, 10, the, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen? So how do I tell darkness when I see stealing, killing, 
destroying, stress, confusion. I know that is darkness. When I see life and more abundant life, I know I'm dealing with light. Amen. Jesus said that is why he has come. So, so we, we shouldn't be mixed up what is darkness and what is light. Uh, a few weeks ago, we, we, had a, we had a situation in our home. After church, we went, we drove into uh, this place and bought pizza and went and ate at home. So come Monday, one of us woke up with a bad stomach, persisted all the day, and we thought it's the thing we ate. And so, uh, but thank God by it sort of was clearing. On Wednesday, another one had serious stomach issues. And on Thursday, you know, it was like one person after another. And, and we could only trace this to, the, to that particular food. Uh, so maybe food poisoning, whatever. We, we didn't really get to be checked out, but because it never really developed to that seriousness. But on Wednesday, one of the children was really sick. And, uh, and I was with my wife, Mary. We were not in Nairobi. And so the whole day she's talking on phone. And I could tell this thing seems to be getting worse and worse. And in the evening, after she had a conversation with one of the children, that's when I, I picked my phone and called and said, uh, hello, right, where are you right now? You know what they told me? They said, I'm in the washroom. I said, you're in the washroom? I said, yes. So all this time you've been talking, you've been in the washroom. They said, yeah. They said, so you decided to camp at the washroom? They said, yes. <laughs> I, I was tempted to say a lot of things there, but then I checked myself. So I said, uh, that, that, that decision, <laughs> I can understand why you have decided. You see, with nausea and the stomach churning and you are throwing up, it is logical to move to a place where you don't have to move too much. So I said, uh, now let's review that decision in light of Matthew chapter 8. If we go to Matthew chapter 8, I'll, I'll not read the scriptures there, but this is how it starts with, it starts with a multitude was coming down, Jesus was coming down the mountain and there was a multitude with him and a leper, a leper ran in front of him and said, if you are willing, you can make me whole. And Jesus corrected this leper's theology and said, I am willing. Be made what? Whole. Remember even today, people still say what? If God is willing, he can heal me. But he answered that question that day and God never changes. So he said what? I am willing. Be made whole. And the leper was made whole. And then it progresses to the account of the centurion who came to Jesus and said, my servant lies at home sick, paralyzed, tormented, in great pain. And Jesus said, let me come and heal him. And, Jesus, and the, the centurion said, you don't need to move. You only need to do what? Say the word. And Jesus said, I've never seen such great faith in Israel. And he said, according to your faith, as you have believed, you receive. And the servant was healed that very moment. Then it goes on to the account of Peter's mother-in-law. 
and when Jesus went to this house and Peter's mother was sick and he touched her and the fever left. Say the fever left. I sh now it proceeds to verse 16 and 17 and it says many, many people brought many sick people, demon possessed, and Jesus healed how many? All of them. Hallelujah. He healed all of them to fulfill the scripture. Verse 17 says that he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So, Matthew chapter 8, you read all the way from verse 1 to verse 17. I said, in light of that scripture, do you still want to stay in the washroom? He said, uh, <laughs> I think I can go back to the bedroom. I said, yes. You arise and resist what? Darkness until free from you. And she was healed. Amen. Give glory to God. So, what were we talking about? She was looking at her situation in light of the symptoms, which were very serious and they were becoming worse by the hour. And so she has sat here with water to be sipping it and hoping that this thing will what? Clear. And you come with the light of the word of God. And that thing has to do what? To clear up because it is darkness. Amen. Right now, if you have any issue with your stomach, I decree supernatural healing in the name of Jesus. Just receive healing. Healing right now in the name of Jesus. Every kind of paralysis, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Every kind of hip pain, every kind of nerve pain, be healed from back problems. Paralysis is darkness in the name of Jesus. You receive healing. Say, I receive healing. Be delivered from all kind of fever in the name of Jesus. All kind of fever. Every child who is having high fever right now, receive healing. You are the mother, just touch Touch that child and say, fever, you live now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You start seeing things in light of the word of God. In light of what the word of God says. And the situation has to do what? Has to change. Amen? So, going back to our scripture here. What you are saying is, so in what light are we looking at 2020? 2021. Are we looking at, at it in light? Have you heard people say this? In light of the pandemic? Can I help you? There's no light in the pandemic. We got to look at this thing in light of the word of God. Amen. We look at things in the light of, of, of the word of God. Why, why is seeing so important? You see, I, I believe sight is superior to feeling. Have you ever tried to, uh, give, let me give you an example, put a bulb in a dark place and you're trying to, to turn the thing, you're trying to feel where this thing is and you're, you can't understand why the thing is not fitting in, right? What happens when you come with your torch and shine the light on that thing? You see you are like, I understand why this thing was not working all the time. It's very easy. You take that thing. Now you can see. It's so easy. That's right. When you see, 
when you see 2021 in light of the word of God, then things become easier for you. We don't want to feel our way to 2021. We want to see into what? 2021. And we are seeing in light of what the word of God is, uh, tells us. So let's look at what the word of God says here uh, in, in regard to uh, certain things. And, and let's look at, uh, Psalm, first of all, let's look at Psalm 65, 11. It says, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. This is Psalm 65, 11, NLT, right? You crown the year with what? A bountiful harvest, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. As Ms. Rita has encouraged us, the year is not yet over. Amen. We decree this over 2021, the remaining days, that God is crowning our year with what? Bountifulness, with abundance. By faith, we rise up. We don't join people and say how bad the year has, has been. No, no, no. We go and look at these last few days of 2020 in light of the word of God. Amen? And then when we look at uh, uh, the other scripture I want us to look at here is we are saying uh, we are focusing ahead and we are not being distracted by any kind of issues that we have encountered. Look at Philippians 3 from verse 12 to 14 in the NLT version. Philippians 3 verse 12 to 14 NLT says, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, 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 dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Listen to this. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. So, what do we find here? Even Paul says he had not achieved what? Perfection. But what was he doing? He was forgetting past things and focusing on what? On what God is doing. So, if it didn't work in 2020, in 2020, don't focus on it. Don't focus on the failures. Don't focus on the frustrations. Start focusing on the new things that God wants to do in 2021. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I'm opening my eyes to receive and see what God is doing in 2021. Say, I supernaturally forget the struggles of 2020. Say amen to that. Hallelujah. What are you doing? You are setting yourself up for success in 2021. You, that's what the word of God is telling us here. So we are looking at 2021 in light of what? The word of God. We are not looking at 2021 in light of the problems we have had in 2020. We are looking at 2021 in light of what the word of God says. Hallelujah. Now, you can understand this other scripture that says, 
in Jeremiah 29:11 in the NLT says for I know the plans I have for you and I can insert there in 2021 says the Lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope hallelujah there is hope for 2021 it doesn't matter what has happened in 2020 there is hope God has good plans for you and me in 2021. This is what it says in the Amplified Classic. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, oh, no, no, so th this is, uh, I've gone to another scripture there. I want you to look at Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. Jeremiah 11, 1, 11 to 12. In the Amplified Classic. Jeremiah 1, 11, we read Jeremiah 29, 11. Now I'm reading Jeremiah 1, 12 to 12, 11 to 12 in the Amplified Classic. It says, Moreover, the word of God, word of the Lord, came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch or a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active watching over my word to perform it. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. God is alert and active watching over his word that says that 2021, he has good plans for me. He has good plans for you. He has good plans for this nation. He has good plans for this city. He has good plans for this church. He has good plans for your business. He has good plans for your career. He has good plans for your studies. Hallelujah. And he says, I am watching that world to perform it. Hallelujah. So I, 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 I am looking what? Forward. I'm pressing on to what is ahead of me rather than being held back by what has happened in the past. Hallelujah. So I want you to keep your focus on the things that God wants to do because, and especially keep your eyes on his word. God is saying, I am watching my word. Now, I ask you, what are you watching? Updates on WhatsApp? Who is following you on Facebook? What is the latest on Twitter? Now, I'm not saying all that is bad, but I'm saying our priority is what? The word of God. Because then we'll be able to see like God. If God is watching his word, I'm going to watch his word, and I'm going to do what? Line up with the plans that he has for me. Because his, his plans are in his word. So if I stay with his word, then I know I'll get into the plans of God, and those plans are supernatural plans. They are good plans. They are not plans for my failure. They are plans for my success. They are not plans for my shame. They are not plans for my embarrassment. They are not plans for my struggles. They are plans for my success. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So I focus on that. Then what happens is this. As I focus now and in 2021 and God is performing his word, I am, listen, I'm what? Like God, I remain alert. Alertness is the state of being ready 
to see. Hallelujah. Alert. Being in a state of, re uh, let me rephrase that. The state of being ready to see, understand, and act in a particular situation. Alright? So it's not a passive situation. It's, it's an active situation. And blossoming, uh, especially of a tree, is to produce flowers that develop into fruit. This is what the dictionary says. When people blossom, they become more attractive, successful, or confident. See, that is me in 2021. I'm blossoming. Hallelujah. I'm yielding fruit for the kingdom of God. I'm yielding fruit. I see myself fruitful. And I'm alert to that. I'm actively seeking that. I'm staying on the word of God and seeing 2021 the way God sees it. Amen. Now, God knew all about 2020. 2020. You know, he wasn't caught by surprise by COVID. Eh? God didn't wake up and say, oh, Jesus, there is COVID. <laughs> and right now in heaven, they, they are not rushing to watch news. Did you see there's a new strain in the UK? What are we, what on earth are we going to do? No, they are not saying that. Not in heaven. Nothing is catching God by what? Surprise. God has already sent his word. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. He already did that. So all we need to do is see every new strain in the light of the scriptures and remember we are the ones who are what? Resistant to this stuff. We are the ones who are resistant because darkness cannot resist light. And if we stay in the light, then all will be well. Hallelujah. Do you believe what I'm telling you? Glory to God. Not what I'm telling you. It's what the scripture is saying. Say, I am virus resistant. Virus is darkness, the word is light, and the word defeats the virus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, I don't mean you be careless, but I mean you rise up by faith and resist evil. Amen? And so, um, 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 let, me, let me get my thoughts back here. So, what we are saying is that God knew all about 2020. He knows all about 2021. Let me say this. We can trust him. Listen. God deliberately had you here in 2020. <laughs> you didn't happen to be born at the wrong time. No, 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 no. He had you deliberately here in 2020. He has you deliberately in 2021. Amen. That should be an encouragement. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at this scripture. In uh, You see that very clearly. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, in the New King James Version says, No temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Let me personalize it. Personalize that. I can read it this way. No temptation, the message actually says test, trial, or in the other versions. So there is no temptation 
that has overtaken me, Francis, except such as is common to every other man. But God is faithful, who will not allow me, Francis, to be tempted beyond what I am able to deal with. And with every temptation, God has made a way of escape that I may be able to bear it. If God did not believe and know for certain that you can resist this virus, he would not have had you here with the virus. The virus would not have come if he checked faith, Kevin, Alice, and said, these guys are too weak. They can't do God has a checklist. He says, all right, devil is releasing a virus. All right, let me check. Can Francis be able to deal with this virus? If the answer is no, the virus will not come. The Bible says, did you listen to what I read? Is this in the Bible? There is no temptation, test, or trial that can come your way or my way. What does it say? Let me go back to that. Where am I? Yeah? Has overtaken you except as is common to man. First of all, it has to be common. Nothing supernatural. It is something that is happening to everybody. To many people, right? But God, praise God, I can depend on the faithfulness of God. He will not allow it if I'm not able to handle it. Amen? And if he has not provided what? A way escape out of it. Hallelujah. This is what the message version says. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the cause of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He will never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. You've come through 2020. You're going to go through 2021. Hallelujah. You have confidence in God. God is faithful. Say God is faithful. Hallelujah. So, First, believe that God has already proved, provided the way out of every situation that you face today and that you'll ever face, including in 2021, right? You are not in a dead head. You've got to believe God has already provided a way out and then be concerned with your own obedience. That statement stands out to me because Pastor Kara brought it up last year before she left for the U.S. says, be concerned about your obedience first and foremost. Amen. So, uh, let me say this because it's important for us to understand that just because the issue is common does not mean it is okay. You understand? He says it did not come your way unless it is what? Common to man. But the fact that it is common to man does not mean that it is okay, I stay with it. I learn to live with it. No, no, no. He says, now I arise and what? Find the way out of it. Hallelujah. And when things are so common, uh, we tend to be passive. We can say, oh, this is just uh, food poisoning. It's affecting everyone. I think it's okay. It will just clear by itself. Oh, this is just cold. It's not COVID. It'll clear itself. This is common. Do you know 
doing things that are common can be very dangerous. I don't know whether how much experience you have with Kenyan police, especially the traffic police. You know you can be passing if you're using a car. You can be passing somewhere all the time. And then one day you come and you're not supposed to pass there anymore. In fact, you see other cars passing and as you pass, they stop you. And they say, <laughs> you have broken the loop. And you try to say, but the others have also uh, done it. How do the police respond? They say, Ili uwe fuso kwa wengine. <laughs> they say, we are going to make an example of you. I mean, sounds very unfair, but it really happens. I don't know whether you've had that experience. You see something, people doing something, and it's illegal, or it's tolerated. You know, people are, it's common. People are just doing it. All, you, all the city council guys, you drop papers around the city, everybody is dropping, you see papers have been dropped, you drop, and the kanjo man is with you. And you say, but the others, even these others, who have dropped all of these others, they say, you are going to be the example <clears throat> to the others. So just because something is common does not mean it is okay. We have to look at everything in light of, say, the word. That is what determines what we are going to live with. We decide what does the word of God say. And so we, 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 we then are positive examples on the good things not being used as the devil, by the devil or people becoming passive because they see Duncan has been living with that, it's okay. I guess so-and-so has been doing that and it's okay. No, no, no. We rise and resist and go to the word of God and find what is the light of the word of God that says that. Then, uh, then you have to take ownership. It's really related to what I'm saying there. You got to be responsible. I examine myself and then I look at others first. I examine myself, my stand. Am I standing on the word of God? Or am I just saying all the businesses are suffering? First, I have to look at myself, my business first, and analyze it and see how does God want me to move forward? Not just benchmarking myself with everything else that is happening around. Amen. I made that decision years ago because I would go into meetings. And when I go into meetings, I would find that uh, people will sometimes use you as an example of why they are not achieving the results in their department. Anybody who is employed has probably experienced that. You go into a meeting that has been called, all the bosses are there, and instead of, let me use the example of Duncan, addressing issues relating to his department, he is focusing on my department <laughs> and saying we are not able to do this and this because the IT department has not been doing and I'm hearing it for the first time in the meeting. And maybe we even came chatting into that meeting. And maybe he's just sitting. I had no idea he, his, his presentation is a weapon. <laughs> Honestly. I, that thing is so common in workplaces. I I made up my mind. I will never do that to another person. Go into a meeting with them and let them finish their presentation and I am loaded. Focusing on their weaknesses rather than my ability and what I'm bringing. Now, I can do that if I had sat with him and explained to him, 
your department is affecting me in this and this way. Can we find a solution to that? But surprising him in a meeting, that is not responsibility. That is refusing to take ownership. That is a way of trying to blame others. 2020, whatever happened, we are not blaming anybody. That's my point. I am moving into 2021 forgiving folks and forgetting what has happened in the past and focusing on what does the word say about me and about what I'm supposed to do in 2021. Amen. You remember Pastor Kara actually encouraged us on that. Just, just forget people. If people have let you down in 2020, leave it. Leave that to God. Focus on what God is doing. Amen. Because God, when you are light with God, the scripture says even turns your enemies to your support. Amen. Hallelujah. So, look, let's look at Ephesians 5, 1 to 4. In the NLT version says, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such things have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Amen. Verse 7 and 9 says, Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So leave us, people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Hallelujah. So again, I ask you, what are you participating in during this holiday season and as you go into 2021? And you got to look at these things both offline and online, both in social media and in real life. Because some people are keyboard warriors. What they post online, when you meet them, you wonder whether it is the same guy. Because somehow we have a lot of courage behind the keyboard. <laughs> Before you post, ask yourself, would you call all of us in a room like this and tell us about that post? I mean, all of us, would you, would you call? Because posting something online is going public with it, isn't it? Except you're hiding, you're you are with your phone, and we don't know where you are. But now, in real life, you'd have to call all of us who are your friends or followers or whatever, and then, you'd, would you sit and discuss with us this thing the way you're discussing it online? Amen. So, it says, don't participate in a lot of things people are participating in. Remember we said our priority is what? The word of God. Because light is coming from looking at the word of God. Not from social media. Amen. Now, so it's really an issue of priority. And so, let me say this. God has commanded us to be a blessing and a light to other people today. And so, that is what we want to be, online, offline. Social media, in real life. 
during Christmas season, if you've taken a holiday or somewhere, you can be tempted to meet up with your cousins and some other people, and you, fall, you find yourself falling into a familiar kind of talk, participating in, can I use this word, gossip, and talking about other people who are not there, who cannot defend themselves. But that is not what God has called us to, God has not called us to participate in whatever is happening. He's called us to participate in being what? A blessing in standing out as light. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 14 to 16 in the NLT version says, You are the light of the world. Say, I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the social media world. Hallelujah. You are the light of the world. Amen. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. That is the light in which we should do whatever we do. Amen? That is going to bring praise and glory to our Father. First uh, John 2, 9 to 10 says in the New King James Version, he who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. Remember I said we walk in forgiveness. We walk in the love of God. What is that? That is light. Amen. God has no other light on earth apart from you and me. God is depending on you to go and light the social media, to go and light your family, to go and light your business, to go and light your workplace, to go and light your college, to go and light your school. He has no other light. Hallelujah. He has you in that place. So you go as the light. As you go into 2021, you are going into 2021 as the light that God has. Amen? And he says here, his plan is to have us on a stand. You remember he says here, he is placing you on a stand. He is placing you on a what? A stand where everyone can see you. What is your stand? Where has God positioned you? Where are you? That is your stand. Amen? And he wants, to display, he wants you to be a display of the goodness and love of God to others. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, the last scripture here, let me read, is uh, Ephesians 2, uh, verse 10 in the Amplified says, Ephesians 2, 10, For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Hallelujah. God has a prearranged life in 2021. How am I going to find it in his world? Hallelujah. It's prearranged. But I have to rise up and by faith walk in it. Amen. That is the whole thing. That's the whole deal. 
No man can stop me. No amount of darkness can stop me. In fact, I'm the solution to darkness. You are the solution to darkness. I cannot have darkness as an excuse. God says you are the light. Hallelujah. You can't go into a place and say this place is so dark. Elder Francis, you don't understand how dark this place is. Where is your light? Because you are the light of the world. Jesus is the light. The word is the light. When we are in him and in his word, then that light, we become that light. Hallelujah. We take on that light. And he works in us to remove every kind of darkness all around us. So we go into 2021 with great confidence in the ability of God. That anything that come, we come across in 2021, we know, wait a minute, devil, I have an answer for you. There's uh, a man of God in Nigeria, Archbishop, what was his name now? I am forgetting his name again. But he, he, he woke up one day, he was woken up by noises in, in his sitting room. Walked in there and found robbers with guns. <laughs> that is darkness. He said, <laughs> whoa, you have come. They said, yep. He said, wait a minute, don't move, just stand there. He ran back to his bedroom to get his Bible. When he came back, he found the robbers disappearing. Why is that? Why did that? He, he was shocked himself. But he had actually gone to get his Bible to come and face those robbers. But the, the robbers did not know whether he has another weapon inside. He's got a bazooka or a machine gun. He's gone for it. So they all disappeared. That's how we should react to darkness. When we see darkness, we go into the world. Why? Because we have supernatural answers for this world. Amen. Stand up on your feet. Lift up your hand. Father, we just thank you for your words today. Thank you for encouraging us even as we look to 2021. Father, I speak hope, encouragement. I decree again that we are your light. And this light is dispelling every kind of darkness from the lives of your people. I decree over this congregation and everyone watching online, light be in the name of Jesus. I decree we don't fear darkness. We rise up and resist all manner of darkness. And because we are in God and God is in us, Emmanuel has come to abide in us. Jesus is our Savior. We have victory as we go into 2021. We thank you for your blessings in 2020. And as we look into 2021, I speak great hope coming over your people, Father. And we thank you and we praise you that there is no stranger that can ever, ever overcome your people. And we give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah.